This is Andy Rose. I've been a personal trainer for most of my adult life. Since before the internet was cool. Since before Facebook was cool. Before we had DMs, online programs, and everybody being a fitness professional. Back in my day, being a professional actually meant something. So in this podcast, I'm going to seek out to interview the true professionals in this industry. The people who paved the way for what we do today. And the people who created an industry before there was ever such a thing as being a full-time professional personal trainer or a strength coach. So pull up a chair, grab a notepad, learn a little something, and pass it on. In today's podcast, I will be interviewing Chris Rudin. I came across Chris's profile on Instagram not too long ago, and I was immediately captivated by his story and his approach to helping other people. I'm going to go a little bit off the cuff with this intro because I want you guys to get some good background. And and obviously, I want to keep this fitness-related, but one of the things that I feel the fitness industry is lacking is is a sense of being genuine. Um, we're all whatever we want to be on Instagram and social media. Uh, it's whatever we portray, you know, it's, um, a lot of, uh, flashback Friday pictures and uh, our throwback Thursday pictures and, and, uh, it's not necessarily pictures from now. I know I've done it. I've posted pictures from a year ago and people are like, wow, I didn't know you didn't have any hair. I thought you had a mohawk. Well, no, I still have a mohawk, but I just happened to post an old picture. So it's, kind of hypocritical for me to call for things being genuine. So I'm going to call myself out in this intro um, before I introduce you to Chris. And hopefully you'll understand uh, why I'm so excited, why I'm so moved about the opportunity to interview Chris. Um, You know, he's an internet celebrity, if you will. Um, He's a very popular following um, in, in in many forms of social media. His YouTube channel is pretty popular. Um, he's a motivational speaker. Um, he's a model and a powerlifter. And obviously I'm drawn to the powerlifting side, but there's more to it than that. Um, he was born with, with seven fingers and his, his left arm is drastically shorter than his right. Um, so in order for him to pull a big deadlift, it's he has to use a prosthetic device um, to replicate the action of having a hand. And I hope that I'm, I'm doing him uh, doing him right by describing it that way. So look him up. Look his page up. Um, it's chrisrudin.com. It's a great story, but more importantly, you know, back to that topic of being genuine. The reason I'm drawn to Chris is the fact that he's used his... Um, uh, his disability is a, is a way of positively affecting other people, and he's put it out there, and he's made it public, and he's worn it um, like a badge of honor. Um, 
And, and many of you don't know, um, I was born with a disability myself. Um, and I've always kept it uh, hidden from most people because I, I've been ashamed of it. And here I am over here talking about being genuine and trying to give you the most down-to-earth people I can find on the internet. And, and the reason I have to call myself out is for years, I've, I've kind of been hiding behind it myself that I'm something that I'm not. And it's not a bad thing. You know, and I was talking to Chris a little while ago and he said, dude, you got to let people know. You got to put it out there because you can really change people's lives. Um, so before I even get him on the phone here, I, I want to thank him um, because uh, of interacting with Chris these last few days and gearing up for this interview. I can't say it enough how, how much I appreciate someone who I haven't actually personally met. Um, I sent him a direct message on Instagram and said, hey, man, your story is fantastic. I want to share it. Um, and this is all in an effort to bring some more credibility to the professionals in the industry, but it's also exposing us for who we really are. Um, social media can, um, can create a false sense of reality. And I feel for me, um, as a trainer and as it, it's been a wonderful profession because it's allowed me to use my skill set to help other people as much as I have. But I've also been in a way, um, hiding behind a lot of things for years as if it was going to be detrimental to my abilities as a trainer and as a, as a coach and as a professional. And it's, you know, um, aside from being able to read a computer screen well, it really hasn't affected me um, negatively. And, and most clients, they'll never know until now. Um, most people even closest to me, my closest friends, um, for some reason, I just always felt ashamed to, to wear it for what it is. But it's, um, it's, it's time to just get over it. Um, so if you're hearing this and there's something in your life that's, you know, you're kind of hiding because you're ashamed of it. Um, it's holding you back, um, in, in your relationships, whether you're a fitness professional or not, maybe you're just a regular Joe and you have a regular nine to five and you're doing your thing. And, um, you just, you're feeling like you're missing something. Just be genuine is really what we're trying to get to. So, um, obviously we've, we've turned, um, turned over a new page here and we've kind of opened up a new can of worms. I know I have in, in my own, uh, personal approach. So I think, you know, maybe this, this podcast and in my, um, my involvement in the fitness industry takes a different turn. Now, um, I'm looking forward to, to sort of discovering where that goes. Um, so I want to thank Chris for, uh, taking my hand here a little bit and, in in and I know there's there's been so many people in my life, um, in my life rather, uh, that have that have pushed me to do the same thing, and I've been resistant, and uh, I've been stubborn about it. And it's time for me to put my ego aside. Um, it's funny that a lot of these these common themes, you know, of last week with Dave Tate, we're talking about you know putting our egos aside, and and sure enough, it comes up again. And and as we get better and better at putting our egos aside, our genuine selves come out. And I feel like, um, that is truly what this industry needs is more people, um, like Chris, uh, like Dave, uh, Dave Tate in last week. And in everyone that I've had on this podcast is, is genuine. They're not putting up a front. And I feel like, uh, once we stop fronting, um, our industry takes a, a positive turn. So, um, here's to that. Um, 
if I uh, if I had a beer to toast y'all with, I'd, I'd toast you with it. But um, let's take this journey. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast coming up. I hope you enjoy what Chris has to say. Um, thank you for taking this ride with me. Thank you for listening. Um, and uh, we'll catch up in a minute. Hey, can yeah. try it again? Um, great. So, sweet. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Um, Not a problem at all, dude. I, uh, I came across your, um, your Instagram not that long ago and, um, you know, I cruise around a lot looking for, I think, legitimacy in our industry and there's so much fake, uh, fake bullshit between everybody and, and I don't, (laughs) I'm tired of it as a trainer. I've been training for a really long time and I wanted to, I think, bring a little bit of truth back to it and, um, coming across your stuff, um, I was, you know, as we kind of talked about the other day, is is immediately moved about the the story behind um, where your training developed and where kind of where you came into the industry. And I think my first question, I'm going to ask and then kind of shut my mouth because um, I tend to be long winded, so I'd rather hear from you than hear from myself. Um, no worries. <laughs> what? First, let's get the fitness stuff out of the way because I, I want to get into some more stuff too. But why did you? Why was fitness the platform? Why? Why was that the the method that you chose to um, to get your voice out? So, um, growing up with a disability and type one diabetes, um, I've always been like kind of a stubborn asshole. You know, um, I I wanted to be better than everyone else with my disability, but you'd be better than the normal people, you know? Right. So I did everything from, I started playing drums and I played drums competitively for four years on a drum line and had a band and all this stuff. I got into martial arts. I did jujitsu and Muay Thai and Krav Maga for a while. I got into dance, believe it or not, hip hop and break dance and eventually wanted to own my own dance studio at one point. And I constantly looked for things that would challenge me, you know, but I got bored with things so quickly. Um, I found bodybuilding.com, you know, uh, in high school. I'm not ashamed. Hey, um, that's where we all started, brother. Had, yeah. I had a body space. I had all that. Um, and I took that on as the biggest challenge because you have to be symmetrical and I'm not, you know, like physiologically speaking, I fucking can't be symmetrical. So I'm like, screw that. I'm going to be symmetrical. You know, I want to compete in bodybuilding. Um, that bodybuilding takes a long time, you know? So in the process, I found out I was getting stronger and stronger. And a buddy of mine suggested I try a powerlifting meet. And then six powerlifting meets later, you know, I got hooked into that, you know? Um, from that, I kind of learned how to, how to reframe my mindset of failure, which is why fitness is so important to me personally. And I use it as a platform to teach people how to fail forward and how to be okay with the shit, you know? As long as you're still moving forward in some sense, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, I don't care. You know, being okay with failing now in the process of getting forward and being more successful in the future. Right. Bodybuilding.com, it's where it all starts. It's funny how that works. Oh yeah, unfortunately. Um, Unfortunately, that's where it started. (laughs) What? I'm sorry. We're being transparent, aren't we? <laughs> um, did you also use MuscleTech products? I did not. No, no cell tech. No cell tech for me. 
right, I, I, did, I got you there. I did listen to it. I listened to someone uh, on the forums, and they're like, "Yeah, bro, you got to try a, a protein shake with tuna. So put your whey protein in with water and a can of tuna, and mix it up, and it's super anabolic." I almost puked, and super that day anabolic. I realized people on the internet lie. Um, there's actually um, there is a um, international uh, female bodybuilder. She's got a video out on YouTube. I think her name is Renee Campbell. Um, it was um, obviously it's in in. Uh, it's, I think it's filmed in London or somewhere in the UK and you can't really understand much of what people are saying, but like, most of her meals are, um, ground chicken shakes. Um, she That's actually drinks absolutely them. disgusting. Right. She I obviously just, aesthetics don't matter to me that much. I gotta be honest. Um, no, no. I, at a certain level, <laughs> I'm going to put down the, the blended chicken. Right. I no. It's hard enough to eat like plain boiled chicken, you know? Um, exactly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and I digress. Um, so you really have like a unique, um, you know, for me, I really did have a lot, a lot of trouble coming up with, with questions that kind of stuck to my mission of what I'm trying to bring to light in terms of, um, where the industry is right now and how we're just, it's, this just preponderance of like fake cookie cutter bullshit. And yeah, I want to ask questions about that, but at the same time, I feel like on a certain level, um, the things that I grew up with and the things that you grew up with in terms of disabilities um, and sort of being stubborn, you know, I, I find it interesting that you, you mentioned being stubborn because I've always been sort of like, um, well, screw you, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Absolutely. And I feel like, do you think that has, and I'm sort of veering off the, the, the topic um, of the questions that, that I had already sent, but do you feel like that... Um, what is it about that attitude that we are missing as a culture? When you talk to kids uh, now or when you talk to even adults or whatever, like there's a certain attitude of like, well, screw you. I'm going to do it anyway because I want to get it done. Do you feel like we missed that now? Dude, it's, it's called resilience and it's fucking non-existent in today's society. No one is resilient. No one's persistent. The, at the first sign of trouble, people quit. And uh, when I talk to people, when I talk, whether it's kids or adults, I tell kids and I tell adults, I wish you guys would act more like babies instead of adults. Why is that? Because when a baby falls, he gets back up. When an adult falls, he calls five people and cries about it and posts a Facebook status about why he's a victim or why he's not privileged or why he doesn't have the resources. When in reality, the biggest resource we have as humans is being resourceful in general. You know, so resilience is a missing factor and it's, it's coupled with the stubbornness, but really it's just having a resilient mind and having a goal in mind that no matter what, if a million people lined up and said, you're stupid, it's never going to work and things failed, you would still keep going. Most people don't have that why, and most people aren't resilient about their why. Do you feel like at a certain point we're going to reach sort of critical mass where, the pendulum will switch the other way. And I feel like, you know, maybe a hundred years ago or, or 150 years ago, we had to be extraordinarily resourceful because you just didn't have the access that we have now. But at what point do we, we get to the point where it's too much on, on this end over here and people are like, well, wait a minute. Like we got to figure shit out on our own again. I, I don't, I don't feel like it'll go back that far. Um, one of my favorite pastimes is reading about stoic philosophy and it's crazy that the problems they had hundreds of years ago are still the problems we have today. 
and they didn't have phones and they didn't have all the other stuff, you know, the way human nature just is, right. it's just who we are as people. So regardless of the technology, I don't think that it's going to shift, but I do think that the smart people and the driven people and the resilient people are going to find new ways to be successful. And the people who weren't finding ways to be successful before are going to continue not being successful in the future. Wow, that's an eye-opener, I think, for a lot of people. Um, or it could be. Um, but I feel like... In if they choose to. But at the end of the day, it's a choice. And um, I'm a big believer in taking responsibility for everything you do and everything that happens to you. Regardless of if it was your fault, your reaction is your fault. And that's how I believe. And in, is, as I've read and, and watched your um, watched your podcast and read through your content and, and you know, back to like the beginning of your YouTube page, which was like two years ago, right? Um, but just, just watching that um, progression of how your content has come out and how you've, um, you've approached your mission, um, that truth and that reality is, is honestly what, what's drawn me the most. The fact that you're a competitive powerlifter and, and you, you were a bodybuilder before that. Yeah, I love that stuff because – that's what I've done. Um, but I think that more, more important thing is like that attitude of like, um, I got to figure it out. And I feel, have you, um, in your experience with, um, what is it, um, what is it the most about your, your disability that leads you to being able to impact the people around you that much? Like, uh, I think that's the best way I can phrase it is, is what is it about approaching your profession, your calling, and the fact that you have a disability, how does that help? I think uh, the fact that I was transparent the entire time, that when I talked to people, I didn't go on stage and be like, hey, I have a disability and I overcame it. Look how awesome I am. I'm like, hey, I was born with a disability. These are the things I'm doing. Yet I was still wearing a glove until four months ago, three months ago, you know, I still battle my demons, and I told people that. I told people, I'm not going to stand up here and tell you I'm a guru or Mother Teresa or Tony Robbins, you know? Like, I'm a real person just like you guys, you know? Uh, sometimes I sit in your seat. Sometimes I stand on this stage. But regardless, I'm trying to get better, and I'm not perfect, and I never will be. That's what kind of pushed me. I still did the things that people consider motivational and stuff like that. But really, like, I'm just a person, dude. Like, I, I pushed for my own goals. That's it. Like, I don't care about how many followers you have, whether you have one or a thousand or a hundred thousand. If you're a fucking douchebag, you're a douchebag. You know? True story. It, it, it doesn't matter. You know, everyone has the same damn story. You went through some shit, you got over some shit, and you're probably going to go through some shit again and do the same cycle forever and ever. No one cares about your story. They care about what your story does for them. And that's the truth. And if people saw it that way, they would tell their stories differently. What um, is that your mission to get people to tell their stories differently? My mission is to get more people to take responsibility for their thoughts, actions, and reactions. My mission is for people to unlimit their beliefs and um, just create a quality of life given that they have the goals and they know they have the resources to do it. Everyone has the resources to get to their goal, regardless of how much money you have, regardless of how many followers you have, regardless of the color of your skin or your religion, everyone has the resources because the resource is being resourceful. It's fucking not hard. You know, it, 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 
it's not easy, but it is simple, if that makes sense. Right. That's the – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of chuckling because I, I think it's um, – I'm sitting here. I feel like half the time I'm, I'm I'm talking out of my my ears here, and 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 trying to to change a viewpoint, um, or at least establish a, a path where we can sort of take this industry and actually be impactful in people's lives. Uh-huh. And and that's I feel like that message of what you just said is is it it's the same. You know, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's for the most part, and it, it's no. It's it's sometimes it feels like you're banging your head against the wall, but stay the core. I, like I, I admire the fact that you've been so uh, adamant about staying to it. Like that. There's, there's no excuse for me. Like, uh, like I said, at the end of the day, if a million people lined up, you know, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. I know 90% of people aren't going to listen to me or they're going to hear me and ignore me. And that's okay. Because if you get 10 people to listen to you and those people become raving fans or, influencers they're going to influence a shit ton of other people so you you stick it out for the quality rather than try and get the mass all at once because but then you're just going to bang your head against the wall and hate life you're going to become very cynical i'm already cynical as shit but um (laughs) yeah you're just going to become overly cynical you know i'm not a positivity hippie that would stand in a burning building and say positive affirmations you know i would get the fuck out because i'm a realist i'm a cynical realist that's what i consider myself (laughs) <laughs> I love it. And I think that's uh um I think that's such um that just takes integrity in, in my opinion to just you're just who you are and you know what fuck everybody else. And I think too often we try to be what everybody wants us to be and that's the that's the industry. And that's what, that's what I, mean, I hate. You can be a bikini girl and you know go on Pinterest and look for quotes that talk about be who you are because everyone else is already taken or something stupid. Or you can just be real and be like, you know, you have your own goals, focus on your own goals and help people. If you give value to society, whether it's one person or a lot of people, you're doing a good damn job. So is, is that why you don't do the, the half uh, or the quarter butt shot with an inspirational quote? I mean, I might throw one on there just for you, but, um, <laughs> you know, if that inspires you, dude, I'm doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I awesome. won't shave just for you. <laughs> I love it. Um, listen, man, I could sit here and jam with you all day. I really could. Uh, but I feel like this, um, this story is something like I need to, I need to apply a lot of this stuff in my own, uh, my own approach. So selfishly, uh, thank you. Um, and I'm hoping that the, the, the few people that might watch this, um, I can have an impact there too and kind of pass this on. I feel like my my mission is to pass as much on as I can. Um, so you can I would never lo- mess up if you're giving people value, dude. That's it right there. Um, you just you just pass it on. It's so many people. Have, I mean, you're helping me out of the kindness of your heart. You know, um, taking time out of your day. So the least I can do is then do it for other people. So, um, dude, I would love to. Uh, to put something together where we could kind of jam on a project in the future. Um, kind of awesome. taking our approaches, you know, me, I'm kind of coming out of my shell a little bit in terms of, of admitting, you know, where I am in my life, um, taking my glove off, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh, I think it'd be kind of a cool, a cool project to put together. Um, so let's stay in touch, dude. I, um, I appreciate your time and, uh, let, Absolutely. let me, uh, I'll put this together and get it live as soon as I can and, uh, shoot it your way. Um, cool. but yeah, man, I, uh, I loved it. It was great. Thanks a lot.
Probably good, dude. Not a problem. Have a great day, brother. Thank you all so much for tuning into the podcast. I truly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to download the app and to listen to the last guest. If you guys got as much value out of this as I hope you did, please pass it on. Please share it with your friends. Until next time.